This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're listening to M.I.A., a new single from Chicago R&B artist Raven Linnae. It's one of the tracks off the long-awaited debut album, Hypnos, that was released today. In 2017, Linnae was on Rolling Stone's 10 New Artists You Need to Know list. In 2018, Linnae made the EP Crush with legendary producer Steve Lacey. She's toured with No Name and SZA and has received a massive amount of praise for her smooth vocals and modernization of the R&B genre. Now here at Reset, we love spotlighting true Chicago talent, and we're so happy to be able to do that today. Raven Linnae joins us now. Hi, Raven. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So I want to dig into that song that we just opened with, a press release that uh, came out with MIA really resonated with me. You said, MIA is about feeling free and comfortable in your skin. It's a peek into my world, the duality of knowing the energy you bring to the world, but also being confident in riding dolo. Talk about that feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have two very strong parts of my personality where I want to be out. I want to enjoy the sun and be around people. But then I'm also very comfortable being by myself and finding solace in that. Um, So that song was kind of a shout out to the people who are like that and like me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's a feeling that's, I think, difficult for some people to to achieve. What advice would you have? On getting there, on, on, on being so comfortable yeah. in your skin. I think being in your own company is the best company, <laughs> but I think that uh, takes time to become comfortable with, and um, I'm still learning it, and it's going to be, a, I feel like, a lifelong journey for me. But um, being able to express that through music is really important for me, um, just to kind of give people that confidence, you know, make them move. And I, I know I really wanted to have a song like that on the project that expressed that. So Yeah. Well, let's hear a bit of another track. This is the one I personally have on repeat. It's called Skin Tight. It's a recent single. Me too. It's a single that you released featuring Steve Lacey. (laughs) Let's listen. It's so dreamy and, and romantic. And, and you know, yeah. Steve Lacey's been a longtime collaborator of yours and producer of your EP Crush, as I mentioned. So yeah. tell us the backstory there. How'd you two start working together? Yeah, so randomly I was I remember this day very vividly because I was in the middle of a really good nap. 
and my <laughs> phone started buzzing off the hook and I saw that he had tweeted my project Midnight Moonlight out and he DM'd me and was saying how big of a fan he is and how he wanted you know to connect and shortly after that um, I flew to LA and we met officially and started working from there um, yeah I love Steve he's I like to describe him as my musical twin flame just because I think it's so rare to find uh, someone who approaches music in the, in the same way you do. And we think about life very similarly and he's just a burst of energy in the room that inspires me so much. Um, Sounds like a match made in heaven. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, your, your style, when I listen to you and and your, your different tracks, it, it feels very reminiscent of, classics it throws me back to love ballads by you know r&b or soul artists like aretha franklin um i love that sometimes i'm getting a little bit of mini ripperton vibe from you especially when you get into your higher register um who were your musical influences yeah i would say i'm very inspired by the women that came before me so a lot of mini ripperton plays in my house (laughs) Um, i I had a feeling (laughs) yeah of Denise Williams. influence on this project just because I've really studied the way she layers her vocals and um, it's really fun and cool and interesting and yeah. I try to evoke that in my vocal arrangements. Brandy could as teach well. a master class on, on yeah, layering and I would vocals, be stacking front vocals. Row. <laughs> I will be front row. What you can't get gonna find me somebody to let go You spent a lot of time in church too growing up. Yes. Your yes. grandfather was a pastor, was he not? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yep, a church on the south side. So did gospel music influence your your style of R&B at all? I would say that that was probably the first place where I felt comfortable using my voice Um, because prior to that, I didn't really have any outlet, um, you know, beyond singing in church and singing at home and taking vocal lessons and stuff like that. So I think that was my first audience in a way Mm -hmm. and being able to test out my gift, you know, amongst people that I love and that care about me. So 
um, that was a very important time for me to be able to um, figure my voice out and, and find it. Well, let's uh, let's go back in time a little bit with your music. Here's Free Room. This is one of your most popular early releases. So you should know I'm bouncing right now, and so is my entire control room, <laughs> the producers, the engineer. Uh, talk about writing free room. Yeah, um, that's a really fun song for me, and I understand why it's one of my bigger ones, because I think people just love easy-feeling songs. I think the four-on-the-floor feel is something that gets us moving without even realizing it. Um but I wrote that in high school wow. and I remember feeling very, I don't know, um, I had a very innocent view of like music. I still do, but that was kind of the beginning of like me writing and expressing myself through music. So I like to describe it as like a baby learning how to talk and then putting crazy sentences together. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me, learning, you know, my voice and how I wanted to, you know, put my songs together and what I wanted people to feel. So that one will always be a special one for me. Yeah, I mean, you might call yourself a baby, but you were in high school, mm -hmm. you know, you were signed to Atlantic Records yeah. before you graduated. Yeah. What was it like getting that kind of recognition at that early age? Yeah. I mean, when people ask me that question, I have to like really think about how crazy that is and to be touring in high school and missing class and missing prom and stuff like that. Um, but I think it was a really beautiful experience for me just because I went to an art school and um, they almost promote that in a way, you know, having that kind of double life of <laughs> of an artist in, you know, school and yeah. regular life. Um, but I think balancing that and still growing into a young lady was, you know, a lot. And I'm still, you know, trying to figure it out now and learning myself and through music. Um, so, yeah, I, I look back on that period very fondly. You're listening to Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking with Raven Linnae. She's here discussing her new album, Hypnos, that was released today. Uh, Raven, Chicago, as we know, it, it's notorious for some neo-soul and, and hip-hop circles that you frequent, actually. Yeah. And uh, here at Reset, we recently talked with Saba on the show. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, he spoke about uh, the inspiration that he took from his father, who's yeah. also a neo-soul musician. He's and amazing. He was talking about finding other Chicago artists with a similar style. I, I want to play a little bit of what he had to say. In those early like Chicago years where all of these other artists are starting to emerge, a lot of us just happen by pure happenstance to be doing similar things sonically. So we all had, you know, separate ideas on our own and our own influences, but it led us together. So in your opinion, what is it about growing up here in Chicago that just inspires yeah. this neo-soul or this modern gospel sound? Yeah, I think that there was a sort of renaissance happening um, in Chicago where 
similar to what Saba is saying, we all share these similar ideas, you know, but get them out in different ways and they sound different. We're all our own individual people, but together, I think we share this camaraderie and um, love for music and the genre that brings us together. Um, so it's definitely something in the water in Chicago because I have traveled uh, quite a bit and I don't I don't feel that same sense of community anywhere else in the world um so that's why my city will always be important to me and special oh that's nice you know you've been featured on countless tracks by other mm-hmm. Chicago artists yeah you know, to your point so I wonder what you've learned from working with these musicians as you've yeah been developing your own career I've learned a lot um honestly, because I'm, I'm kind of the little sister in the group because <laughs> everyone is older than me. Yeah. But even having, um, you know, no name take me on my first tour ever was major for me. And I was able to watch her and see how she interacts with the crowd and really get a peek into what goes into touring and doing music full time and as a career. So having those examples and people who encouraged me and spoke very highly of me, um, inspired me, was very important during that time. Any plans in the works to collaborate with these artists again? Oh, we're always, we're always in the studio together. It's so funny because we all moved to LA in the past few years and we all just hang out with each other here. So it's basically Chicago, but warmer. Chicago, but warmer. (laughs) That's nice. You took Chicago with you. Yes. All right. Time to listen to another track. This one is called Light Me Up. a lot of modern love songs right yeah can you talk about why why is love such a powerful musical inspiration for you yeah I think from the beginning of time love has always been a source of um, inspiration in art I think love and art go hand in hand you can't have one without the other Um, but for me I I pull a lot of my writing and my thoughts from love and that can be romantic that can be self-love that can be family uh, or love for the the universe you know um or earth Mm -hmm. which are all themes and in hypnos um I think that's kind of a soft spot for me a vulnerable spot that I like to tap into um but I think as artists, it's just hard not to write love songs. <laughs> yeah, as you're yeah. experiencing it. Well, what other experiences do you think get you into your creative zone? I think traveling is a big one for me. Um, so obviously when lockdown happened, I felt that stunt for a little while and had to think beyond, you know, my four walls and my bedroom to really um pull some of these songs together. Um, and that was a, a big challenge for me. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of, you know, how these songs came out and where I am now, um, because there was a period of time where I, I couldn't see the end. And, you know, when people talk about working on an album, I never thought that it would take me four years. And now I 
completely understand why people take forever on them because you really go through these peaks and valleys of, you know, doubting yourself and then feeling confident again and not liking the song anymore. And, you know, having to find that inner peace, you know, um, when there are a lot of opinions and a lot of people around who, you know, are in your ear or may like this and may not like that, Mm -hmm. having to kind of feel empowered throughout that journey has been major for me. Well, geez, I'm curious, how much has it changed over the last four years? Ooh, there's been a lot of songs. I bet the version we have now is is (laughs) not what you started with. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, in this process, there have been some songs that stuck the entire way through. Um, Venom is one of those songs. Light Me Up has always been on there, um, and Wish. some songs on there that kind of anchored the the entire project for me and I worked around those that's awesome you've got a tour next week Mm -hmm. tell us a bit about that where where are you going to go and who are you performing with yeah so I'm uh, taking Unusual DeMont with me who's an amazing artist Um, I met him um, at an LA show that I played uh, a month or so back and he's incredible super sweet I'm so excited to tour with him um but we're doing some U.S. states, and then we're going to Europe for a little while too. Um, oh, that's and exciting! Ending in Chicago on purpose, of course, <laughs> as you should. <laughs> yes. So, what's next for you, Raven? You know, this album's yeah. out. The tour. Are you looking beyond that right now? What What else can you tease for us? Um. Honestly, I'm trying to learn how to be present in these moments a little bit more. Because I think these are very important moments that I, I want to remember very uh, vividly. And I think I had a bad habit of looking beyond too early when right now I should feel blessed and happy and um, inspired, you know, to be doing what I do. But um, I'm always excited to be making new music. So I think post-tour, I'll probably be back in the studio. <laughs> nice. We've been talking to Raven Lene. Her new album, Hypnos, is out today. Her tour starts next week, and she'll be playing the Metro in Chicago on June 22nd. Thank you so much for joining us, Raven. Thank you for having me. You can go off and officially start your weekend.
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.